1: What's up you guys? Welcome to the January 13th, Friday the 13th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to break down a loaded Friday slate. Uh, Friday the 13th, you're going to play Jason Terry for the Jason Narrative. Ryan, what's up man? <laughs> uh, how's it going man? Happy to be here. For sure man. So yeah, we got a lot of games to break down. Uh, there's a lot of injuries as as usual. Man, once the season goes on, there's really, every night there's... Some injury to break down. We'll obviously see more rest as the season goes along. Uh, let's just get down to this thing here. So uh, I've got a question for you to start this off. Could you take a uh, a guess on which team has the best... Eastern Conference team has the best defensive rating since Thanksgiving?
0: Wow. Uh, that is a great question. I don't know. Who, who Philadelphia
1: 76ers. yeah no, really? Yeah. By quite a bit, too. By like 5 or 6 or so. 4 or 5 or so. Like their wow, defense well, has it, been really good. The Beats talking about the playoffs, Yeah, know, you know, he yeah, must I, be serious. I saw uh ESPN's projecting at less than 1%. I don't buy that. I mean, if I had to make a bet, I think that that's higher, man. Like if I'm getting 101 on the Sixers making the playoffs, I'd take that bet. Yeah, I'd put a buck or two down. Yeah, Why not? I think, they're, I think it's
0: probably like twenty what, to one. There's seven games out, so it's, it's definitely a long shot. Yeah. With teams like the Bulls and Pistons and Magic in their way, but yeah, uh, yeah I mean they they look pretty good recently. Yeah. I'm still surprised about that defensive rating.
1: Yeah, there. they've been really good, man. It's all Joel and Embiid. They had that little lull when they had Okafor in there, but they've been really really good. Actually, since January first, one defense has been back. That we'll get Mm -hmm. to later That was really good earlier in the season Um, but So they're creeping up Okay, so let's break this down we got Charlotte and Philadelphia Minus 4, 210 over under Philly is on the front end of a back-to-back Joel Embiid went through shoot-around It's probable All signs are that he's going to play And I'm sure he wants to play after that I mean, he loves the home crowd So uh, he looks like he's good to go uh Jeremy Lamb's out. He's got a metatarsal inflammation kind of thing, so he's gonna they're gonna have Nick Batum back and starting, so he sounds like he's okay, Cody Zeller's back. So they lose Lamb, they get Batum back. That's definitely a net positive, so uh mm-hmm. you're not gonna play Bellinelli. I can't really do it on Batum. And I don't really like anyone in this game except for the guy I always love, and he's still too cheap, man. Joel Embiid at seventy eight. I mean he's must play for me again. As he always is. He's just so high usage. Uh, career high rebounds on Wednesday. Uh, the blocks are there. Pass him a little bit more. Trust the passes. Uh, so I'm, I'm all about Embiid. I, not, I didn't look at anyone else. What about you?
0: Um, I'm with you on Embiid. He's, I would just plug him into the center spot and walk away. Um, the Hornets are giving up the fifth most uh, fan duel points to centers over the past four weeks. Got, I just think he's going to pummel them inside, whether it be uh, Zeller, Hibbard, Hawes, whoever they try to throw at him. Uh, he's just too much, too versatile of a matchup. Right. Uh, unlike you, though, I think I would actually gamble on Batum tonight in the right situation. Okay. Um, kind of depends what other options are there. We'll see how that position shakes out. But uh, I'm not against him. He's only 7,500. He was red hot before going down with the injury. Um so I'd, I'd give him a look today.
1: Yeah, and I also like Robert Covington a little bit at 5'5", five, five, more for tournaments just because he's cheap. Uh, mm-hmm. That's Covington's like Mr. Tournament. because he, He's actually been playing well. Uh, the Mints are going to be there. He's playing some too. I like Dario at a discount, but there's other value there that I like instead. Kind um, of. How about uh, TJ? I forgot to mention, I do like TJ. Uh, I think yeah. TJ is pretty rock solid at 5'4". Obviously, he's gained all the minutes he can handle now with the way they've been playing. They... Uh, what five and one is a starter? Better better winning percentage than Kyrie. And uh, uh yeah, yeah. we can talk about the tweet that I got where someone wished something bad on me because I tweeted out that stat. Uh like calm down, Twitter, man, just a stat. <laughs> but anyways, uh so yeah, I like TJ quite a bit, man. Uh I, sh- I should have mentioned him for sure.
0: Yeah, there's there's one mid range point guard who I prefer over him, but we'll get to the we'll get there when, once once right. that game comes up. Kemba now, eighty one. Uh no, I, I just think there's other point guards I'd rather target. Um, you know, if you're gonna pay up at that position. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. So we'll move on. Uh, just, just a couple other quotes I actually I wanted to add. Uh, Julia Okafor, when they had the big win on Wednesday, he said, "quote I'm happy for them." Hmm. And, yeah. and then Noel said he's uh, happy now with the with the role change. But we'll we'll be talking Okafor tomorrow for sure. With Embiid likely to sit. Okay, so interesting game here. We've got really the big blowout of the night. A 16-point spread for Toronto with a 224 over-under. Brooklyn's fastest team in pace, so this should be a really high-scoring game, even in a blowout. Uh, again, Brooklyn played last night. Really, really bad, bad loss to the Pelicans about Anthony Davis. They closed that game out terribly. Eight turnovers in the fourth quarter. Uh, sounds like Pat Patterson is going to play mispractice. DeLon Wright is also cleared, as has been Jared Soldier for practice, so we'll get to that at some point. Uh, okay, so Jeremy Lin's out, and the Nets are usually pretty good and listing guys resting. This doesn't happen all the time. They do wait some of the time, so I wouldn't say it's for sure, but what I think is going to happen is they're going to dial back the minutes and play the younger guys, so we'll see more minutes for Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, whose minutes are down, more for my boy Karis DeVert, who I really want to see him start tonight. Uh, Joe Harris is coming off a pretty good game. I think Bohan's minutes get cut tonight. So, pretty much fade the starters, except for Spencer if he plays. We'll get to him. Um, so, I guess, actually, we'll get to him now. Uh, I like Spencer Dindowity, if if he's out, uh, Whitehead that is. So, I would roll with him at 4,000. I think he's going to play a lot. He's coming off kind of a bad game, shooting wise. I think it was 0 5 from the field. But he can do a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, so at 4,000, he's going to get, I think, 30, 35 minutes, um, which you have to play that. Uh, and, and it's not the best matchup, but it's pretty solid for him. Yeah, I'm for him. There's not too many other Nets that I'm
0: really willing to gamble on, though. Um, you mentioned Carson Vert. I, I think, you know, he played a season-high 25 minutes yesterday. Uh, I don't think the Nets are going to give him that many minutes in the second of a back-to-back set. So I can't really go with him. Um yeah, Just a little bit of uncertainty, but with, with Lynn out and uh, Whitehead potentially also sitting, I think Dinwiddie's pretty safe. Uh, how do you feel about Joe Harris tonight? Any interest in him? He's, he's only 3,500.
1: He, yeah, he played well last night, and he's so, he was coming in so cold, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not really feeling him. And to go back to LaVert, if LaVert starts, and I think, I'd say it's probably about a 25% chance he starts then what does that change your opinion on him playing in minutes or what? Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's in the conversation cause per minute he's actually
0: really good. Yeah. He he, he, can, he produces. So, um, you know, he's played at least 20 minutes in five straight games. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a bit of a gamble, but he's only 3,600. So if I'm, if I'm looking for someone cheap and I'm, uh, trying to sort of punt small forward, I might go with Levert. Yeah.
1: That, that'd be a way. They've managed uh, Bogdan's minutes that way, where they push him to the bench. So I think yeah. that's the plan. And by the way, they usually when they sub in Levert, it's for Bohan. When they sub in Kilpatrick, it's for Harris. And then obviously mm-hmm. Dindewity for Whitehead. And they they kind of mix and match on Hamilton a little bit. Uh, and then I also think, like I said, I like Rondé kind of sneaky. Uh, obviously, I'm not like thrilled to play him. But at 3,900, I think this is a pretty good spot for him. I see him playing a lot of Fortnite tonight. Um,
0: yeah, I I probably avoid him. He hasn't had too many games that really impressed me.
1: Um, what if he Nets, starts? What, what if what if it comes out? But uh, he's sitting. Uh, Booker's sitting. And he starts. Does that change anything?
0: Uh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the Nets are just such a mess. It's it's hard to say. Their wing rotation could go any number of directions. Um, you know, Hollis Jefferson's only played more than twenty minutes. Once in the past five games, but sure, if suddenly a veteran's sitting and he steps into a bigger role, that changes the equation. Yeah. But these guys, the, the Nets we're talking about, I'll put it this way, sometimes there's really cheap guys who I think are going to go off and I'll plug them into my lineup immediately um, and then sort of play around with my lineups that way. The, the Nets that we're talking about are just guys that I would look to if I need someone cheap at the end of, of sort of building my roster. They're not foundational guys that I'd immediately plug in.
1: Right, that's... that's how I'm... I mean, we're all just guessing here. We don't really know if these guys are going to sit, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of cheap guys to play. Um, Push comes to shove, so we all the nets get killed. Number one in pace, so they're always a great matchup. So, does that do anything for you with guys like Kyle Lowry? I mean, you gotta like even more so than the guys I just said. Demar Carroll is 3,800 and a dream matchup. So, I mean, he's going to be chalk. So, I mean cash I almost think he's must cash he he should be pretty good tonight um not in a back to back or anything like that he's in a great spot yeah yeah he's coming off 18 points 23 boards and the nets are
0: I think the best matchup for centers so um you said a dream matchup and I'm okay leaning into this game um in terms of the raptors side of things I think Lowry, uh, DeRozan, Damari Carroll at 3,800, JV. Yeah. Um, I'd max it out with four guys for the Raptors, to be yeah, honest. Yeah,
1: you could. You could go all four. If you want to fade the process, he's my number two. Like, he's the only guy I'm like, all right, if I ever wanted right. to fade the pro, Like, say things go haywire, he sits, which, I mean, could happen. But, um, to be clear, I'm still playing Embiid. But, um, yeah, I think I think he's a great, great buy at 5-5. And then are you with me on Carroll? I think he's probably the number one or two play, especially if you use yeah. LeBron. Good way to spend down. Absolutely. And you know, he's part of the reason
0: why I don't think Levert would ever be in my lineup tonight. <laughs> okay. For two hundred dollars more or
1: whatever it is, you get Tamari Carroll. So yeah. um yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh Lowry, ninety two is expensive, but man, such a great matchup. Uh Didn Dweety's I think a better defender than Whitehead, and obviously uh the other guys they would put in there Kilpatrick I think would have trouble with him so it's not that great I mean it's still really really great but it's not like amazing yeah. Um, so yeah but I still I'm like all him about him yeah yeah I like him a lot too
0: I think he's great. I think he, he. I mean, you mentioned the Nets' pace; it just creates so many opportunities. And even if this is a blowout, it's going to be a blowout because Lowry and Drasen have destroyed the Nets. Yeah. Um. So I'm not too worried about it. Casey isn't a coach that really scares me in that situation. I think. Um. You know, even if the Raptors are up 15 going into the fourth quarter, he's he's not afraid to put his stars back in there. So, um, just one more reason to like him.
1: Do you like tomorrow 94? I don't really like him at that price.
0: Uh, I'd probably. Put them in. I mean, it depends. There's, I, I probably wouldn't tonight simply because of a guy we'll talk about later, C.J. McCollum. Oh wow. Okay. Um, but
1: in general, I think it's a it's a good spot for him. I thought you were going the other way with a more expensive guy. Um, all right, so we'll move on. We covered that game. So be on the lookout. I'll uh, I'll be retweeting all the Nets news that I could find uh, to figure out what the minutes caps are and stuff like that. We'll move on to Miami and Milwaukee, minus 7 for 203 over under the Michael Beasley Bowl. Um, Josh Richardson's out. Willie Reed's also been announced out this morning, at least West Coast time. Uh, and then Giannis practiced after the illness, so he's all set. What are we doing here? We saw Dion Waiters really pick up the minutes with Richardson out. I think that happens again. Uh, a little bit more usage to go around for guys like Tyro Johnson. Goran his prices come down a little bit. So a lot of guys I'm like kind of lukewarm on here. Then uh, you really can't go wrong with Whiteside, but against the process and JV and even Boogie Cousins, I'm not too high on Whiteside tonight. And I probably I feel like I'm gonna be wrong on that. But um, yeah, I mean obviously you can't go wrong with them. But I, I don't know, I just don't really like the night the the slate for him.
0: Yeah, in a busy night like this, there's there's just too many options. Um... I don't think I, you know. Maybe if I'm trying to mix up my lineups, I might plug Hassan in one of there, but uh, for the most part, probably go with Embiid or Gv at five five is just so tempting. Yeah. The, the um, you know overall value there is incredible.
1: Yeah, Eighty six is pretty good for Whiteside though. I feel like that's one of the cheapest prices he's had all season. But yeah, I don't know. I'd, and then even yeah, like I'd rather spend it for Boogie, um, which we'll get to. So what? How do you how do you feel about these these guards? Uh, we saw Waiters play 38 minutes. He wasted his usage. He was 17, Eight assists. So, I mean, if you plug in that usage in those minutes and he does okay, you're going to kill. So, I, I like him a little bit. I mean, it's Deion Waiters. So, you know, you're going to need him to hit 50, 60 true shooting percentage of hit value, which isn't too far uh, of a stretch for him. So, what do you feel about him? Uh, it's, a great, it's a great position for him, I think, but I don't... I don't
0: like him enough (laughs) because I mean, for some reason, they have him priced at forty-nine hundred, which just seems crazy to me. If if he were, you know, thirty-nine, maybe, um, but I'm not going to pay almost five thousand to hope that Dion Waiters
1: does something. Yeah, there's a couple guys that are just a shade more, Uh, and even one guy is a little bit less than I like too. Uh, Drogic, do anything for you? I mean, he's he was what? He was in the low eights a little bit ago, but um, not the best matchup. Uh, Sixty-seven hundred. I, I'm, like luke, I'm, like, lukewarm on all these guys. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, a,
0: that's a good way to put it. Um, also, he just hasn't had explosive games lately that give you that sort of, like, uh, thrill to put him in a tournament lineup or anything. Um, you know, decent floor, but not the highest ceiling, so um,
1: I'd probably go elsewhere at point guard. Yeah, Tyler Johnson's expensive, uh, yeah. 6000 now. He's played fantastic basketball lately, though. Uh, okay, so Buckside, Giannis, not the best matchup. You do have the blowout factor as well. Um, but, man, I, th- I think I like him more than I like Harden. Um, just in the bad matchup for Harden. Uh, I like him more than DeRozan, like I was saying a, a little bit ago. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't call him a must-play because there's some pretty good values at shooting guard. But I think if I wanted to go high, he'd be my guy.
0: Yeah, for the most part,
1: I'm kind of fading the super expensive
0: elite guys. You mentioned Harden's got a brutal matchup versus the Grizzlies. Um, Westbrook's almost 13,000 at this point. But, uh, yeah, Giannis is probably also my highest out of that sort of a elite grouping. So uh, give him a look. And one person I wanted to talk about, we were, we, we mentioned TJ McConnell earlier, who was 5,400 tonight. But I I'd, I'd prefer Malcolm Brogdon in this matchup. uh Fifty, fifty three hundred. He's a little bit cheaper. He's been great lately, Um, so he he's definitely worth a look at point guard.
1: Yeah, you could even go cheap, double cheap. Uh, I was looking at some lineups if you wanted to fade Lowry uh, and Westbrook. You can. I'm cool with that. Uh, I usually like to spend on one point guard, but man, like you said, he's been really good, man. Uh, In January, he's fifteen points, six assists, four boards, um, half a steal, shooting the ball. His uh, efficiency has fallen off a little bit. So he could be even better than what he's been representing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm cool with him for sure. Like you said, I think I I would probably lean him, especially if you're gonna go with any of the other guys. Like if you're gonna go uh, with Whiteside, I think that makes way more sense uh, if you want to go that way. Which we're not really signing off on. Uh, Jabari, anything for you? Um,
0: yeah, I mean he's always in the mix. He's yeah. been. Very good lately. He's he's having a great season. It's just kind of overshadowed by what uh, Antetokounmpo is doing. Um, yeah, I mean, he's in the mix, but I probably wouldn't play him. I don't love the matchup all that much.
1: And then another guy who's been kind of sneaky good has been Greg Monroe. Uh, his last five, 16 points, nine boards, 3.4 assists. Shooting the ball well, 2.0 steals. He's always been a, l- a little bit better in steals than most bigs. It's just it's a bad slate for him. It's sixty three hundred. I, I just don't see it. Like I'd rather play JV for eight hundred dollars cheaper.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, if if he were, you know, a little bit cheaper, but at sixty three, I, I just don't
1: see it. Yeah, I just think I would still play JV if they were the same price. For sure. All right, move on. We got uh, interesting game here. Memphis and Houston minus seven and a half for the home Rockets. Still two sixteen over under. Eric Gordon is back. So, these teams are pretty healthy, pretty much besides Brennan Wright. Um, Like we said, bad matchup for Harden. Uh, The Grizzlies have always done a pretty good job. Uh, Westbrook got to him the other day, but they shut Westbrook down in their first game. And, I mean, they usually do a bang up job on primary ball handlers. So, what are we doing? Harden's last game against Memphis was all right. Uh, Low usage, though. 16 points, 17 dimes. Seven boards, a steal, and then they had the nine turnovers. So, and the points and turnovers category, he only got you seven points. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, though. He's so matchup-proof that I wouldn't say, like, he's must-fade. But <laughs> I think in a cash, you may want to go. In tournament, I'm obviously fine with him. It's James Harden, and he's home, too. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I'm, I'm avoiding every rocket tonight. I just, there's certain matchups and the, the Grizzlies are probably the matchup that I, I just despise. Huh. Um, and you, you, I mean, you mentioned it. Harden's basically matchup proof. Uh, he and Westbrook are, are the two best at that, but I think the Grizzlies are going to force anyone and everyone else to beat them tonight. So Harden's going to have to work really hard for his stats. Um, I, I just, I don't love it at, at his price and the, with the amount of, other options that are out there, I'd rather spend down a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, if uh, with that, if you think they're gonna let other guys beat them, are you looking at anybody else like Ryan Anderson? No. Nah, just Fadeville, oh. <laughs> Fading the Rockets as a team, okay? Me. Okay, um, yeah, I, I mean, I could get with Pat Beverly a little bit, but against those other two guys we said with Brogdon and, C- and TJ, uh, I can't really get too excited about it. Yeah, and he's coming off, what, a scoreless game, and I think that wrist is still giving him a problem. So yeah. um, that's just one more thing to be concerned about. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Grizzlies, I, I wrote J. Mike down. He didn't have a great game against the Rockets in his last one. Uh, really low usage. He was only 1-3 of from the field and 4-4 four four from the line, no turnovers in 27 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, on paper, it seems like it's a, a good matchup for him. So I don't know. Like I like favors more, but uh, I I feel like Jay Mike's kind of a sneaky play. Uh, yeah, he's decent, and I, I'm also giving Mike Conley some
0: consideration yeah. tonight. You know, Patrick Beverly's defense. Everyone might kind of stay off him, but that's great because it depresses his ownership rate. Right? And he's been red hot lately. He's been awesome. He's averaging almost I think 40 Fanduel points over the past four or five games. Um. And then the Rocket's pace just kinda of makes up for uh for a lot of what might ail an opposing point guard. So I think yeah, it's gonna be plenty of opportunities. His minutes are sky high. Uh he's coming off two days of rest, I believe, or at least one day. So I, I rather like the matchup for Conley.
1: Yeah. Alright. And then obviously no Gasol with the other centers, not Zebo, obviously not Taylor Parsons. So it's pretty much Conley and then maybe J Mike if you're feeling saucy. Okay, so speaking of Westbrook, we have OKC in Minnesota. Uh, Minus two for the Road Thunder, 207 over-under. Zach Levine's going to be a game-time call. I would think he's going to be... I think he has a good chance to play. So, I mean, if he's out, sure, you could go with Brandon Rush, who had a good game last time, but I think that was more of a product of the matchup. So I wouldn't expect him to play quite as much. I would pretty much... I wouldn't be too excited about playing anyone. I mean, sure, if you want to play him at cheap price, go for it. Um, okay, so let's talk about Westbrook. He has alright numbers against the Wolves in his previous games, averaging 29.5 points, 6.5 boards, 11.5 dimes, 2.0 steals. That's still pretty much not value as big as those numbers are. He's um, oh, so expensive. So what, what are you doing, Westbrook? Uh, I'm avoiding him. He, he costs...
0: 12,800 tonight in FanDuel. So to get 5x value, he would need 64 FanDuel points. Um, so that that in itself is a crazy high bar. And then you're looking at the Timberwolves, who are the second-worst matchup for point guards in the past four weeks, according to Roto-Grinders. So just between his sky-high price and the terrible matchup, only the Spurs have been worse against point guards lately. Um, I, I, I'm not going there.
1: Yeah, they have really locked in. It feels like the last—or like or the first— Five weeks of the season, they were shredded. They had, Man. I think, Cat was, like, second-worst center and defensive real plus-minus. Levine was way down there. Um, Rubio was low for Rubio. Like Wiggins was one of the worst small forwards. But they've kind of got it figured out. So, yeah, even though the matchup looks, like, okay on paper, I think it's actually pretty bad. So, yeah, I hate saying fade Westbrook. It's like, pains me to do it. But, yeah, I'm not really feeling Westbrook at that inflated price. Um. What else? A guy I do like on the Thunders, Ennis Cantor uh, They don't run a lot of pick and roll The Wolves So I think it's a good spot for him They have had a lot of success In that double big lineup I wrote a blurb on it the other day um, I think they're like plus 11 or 12 In net rating with Adams and Cantor together And against a team like the Wolves Where they do go double big uh, I mean it makes sense to give Cantor some run Especially with how well he's been playing
0: yeah, that's a good point. And he he's still under six thousand. He's been really good lately. Uh, the minutes are up. The past two games, he had, he played twenty eight minutes and thirty minutes, which is eye opening for, you know, a guy who frequently hovers in the twenty to twenty two range. Um, so he's he's definitely worth a look in the sort of mid power forward range. Um, speaking of which, what do you think's going on with uh, Gorgi Jang these days?
1: Ah, that's who he is man I mean he's always been a low usage guy but with um, the blocks have kind of fallen off a little bit um, they've been playing behind a little bit more even though they're on a two game win streak um, so I think that's kind of hurt him a little bit but, yeah see and
0: you, you mentioned the two game win streak in, in those games he's only averaging 25 and a half minutes which is way down I mean he... he Prior to this, he played 40 minutes a game almost on a nightly basis. Um, okay. So I'm a little bit worried uh, as an owner that they're winning and, <laughs> and Jang is playing fewer minutes with uh, kind of sm- some smaller lineups. Shabazz is in there yeah. uh, quite a bit. He's thriving, so I don't, I'm... You know, I'm, first of all, avoiding Jen for DFS, but uh, also season-long, I'm a little bit concerned here.
1: I think that that Wednesday game is more of a product of the matchup, because the Rockets take so many three-pointers that I think it makes sense to go smaller and defend the perimeter better. True. I don't know if that's a good read, because you look at the two games before, and then Dallas, um, I'm not even going to try to explain that one, but (laughs) but, I mean, he played 40 against Utah on Saturday, um, against the Wizards, he played 40, so... Uh, I think we're cool. I think he'll be back to where yeah. he should be tonight. I think he'll be 36, 37-ish. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, uh, last time Cantor played the Wolves, 29 minutes, 20 points, four, four boards, four assists. That may be a season high yeah. nine assists. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but yeah, and yeah, his rebounding was down. So yeah, I like Cantor a whole lot. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. he's must-play, but he's one of my favorite power forwards tonight. We'll, and I don't hate Steven Adams either, kind of by the same token. He's playing really well.
0: Yeah, he's been great and his his efficiency is through the roof.
1: Um, yeah, the but we've just we've already mentioned yeah. so many centers yeah. that that I would probably play with. Yeah, pretty much just covering my bases here. Alright, yeah. so I got a lot to talk about with this next one. Boston Atlanta, minus two and Atlanta, 2.12. We got the Al Horford revenge game. Um, like I said, the team that has been really good on defense lately that was amazing in the first half or the first month of the season was the Hawks. And they're, they've been back in 2017. They are by far the best defense in the NBA since January 1st. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the back of their defense has been great. Uh, and maybe losing Corvers kind of helped them a little bit. I don't know if that makes sense. I guess it does. Um, so, no Avery Bradley didn't travel. Amir Johnson's going to be back. No James Young, no Tyler Zeller. Not that that matters. We're going to have Mike Dunley be available. DeAndre Benbry's is also back after some personal stuff. Uh, I just got to mention Isaiah Thomas' ridiculous fourth quarters. Lead the NBA in the fourth quarter scoring kind of by a lot. Um, he also said that where he would rank in the MVP race, uh, right behind Westbrook and Harden, quote. Uh, I don't know about that, but it's all right. And then also, the, if you remember, Dennis Schroeder got slapped in the head by IT last year. And he said, I forgot that. yeah, and then Schroeder said today, quote, if you don't slap me, nothing's going to happen. So, a little fun narrative to add to that. So, uh, where do you rank Isaiah Thomas in MVP real quick? I mean, he's got to be up there for just the Eastern Conference alone. Where do I rank him for what, sir? I guess, like, Eastern Conference MVP candidates. I mean, there's LeBron, obviously. And then Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler made a good case last night with how bad the Bulls were. Um, I mean, Lowry's in there. He's right there. I mean, he's... Yeah, I mean, are... I think
0: Antetokounmpo uh, would yeah. probably, probably be ahead of him, um, but yeah, he's probably in the top five in that discussion if you're just just looking at the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I think so too. Gotta put him ahead of, you know, John Wall, and yeah. Um, yeah, I don't even know who else you'd throw in there other than the guys we mentioned. I don't think Paul George has done much to make a case. Um...
1: Joel Embiid. <laughs> <laughs> Embiid, yeah, sure. Yeah. All-star for Embiid, I think so, man. Put him in there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he should get the nod. He's been incredible. Yeah, he's been really good. Uh, okay, so what are we, This is a good game. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Uh, I like that it's in Atlanta. I uh, got the bad blood here. So, uh, and then also one thing I want to mention too is um, a couple of rookies got their car popcorn the other day. Uh, <laughs> so, oh yeah, and then Ken, um, Mal- um, sorry, Malcolm Delaney got his, and I think it was Terine Prince. Yeah, or it was Benbury, but definitely uh, Delaney posted a video of it. It was really funny, so I was like, and then Batesmore <laughs> denied it, and it's like, who did it? The one arm, one legged one eyed man. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so what are we? There's a, a lot to like here with No Bradley, man. What are we? What are we doing here?
0: Well, yeah. So, so obviously that gives Marcus Smart a big boost. The unfortunate thing is, I'm looking at his price, and he's right in that range with T.J. McConnell and Malcolm Brogdon, so. I'd probably prefer either of them over Smart, um, just given how good the Hawks' defense has been lately. I can't really get on board with Isaiah either, just because I'd rather go with Kyle Lowry tonight. Um, so, not a lot that I'm loving on the Celtics side of things,
1: to be honest. I like Isaiah. Um, I think that I don't, if I'm Budenholzer, I don't put Schroeder on IT. Uh, I would go with something different. I would either go with even just put Thobble on him, Uh, And let him try to lock him down. Um, It just makes more sense. And then slide over Schroeder to Smart and just roll like that. But um, anyways, so yeah, I'm not too high on Thomas at 9,000. Like we said, there's so many cheap guys. I like Smart. And if I'm doing multiple lineups, I'm cool with that. As far as, like, ranking them goes, like you said, it's close for me. Like, if I want I think that they're going to be chalkier. So I'm cool with Smart uh, if you want to play him. And, like, say you go with, like, a Millsap or you go with anyone else in this game, I think it may make more sense to stack that way. Um, Speaking of Millsap, I like him a lot tonight. Uh, 81. The Celtics have been really bad on defense lately, especially up front. So I expect kind of a big game out of Millsap. I like him. Him and uh, Cantor are probably my two favorites. Um, with not too much value down there at at power forward. Uh, Obviously, I'm not playing Dwight. I don't really like Tim Hardaway or any of the Wings. Um... But I mean, Jay Crowder's all right too. But I'd rather there's so many other cheap guys I'd rather play. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm with you there, and also uh, ditto on Millsap. I think. Look at the power forward spot tonight, and it's it's one of the thinnest I would say. Um, so with Millsap just at 8100, and the Celtics front court is not an imposing matchup. Um, yeah, Millsap's been pretty much rolling lately, so I'd, I'd plug him in there. Yep.
1: Um, so uh, Horford revenge game, but it's just. It's, it, we center every time, man. Like, it's such a bad slate for centers. Or yeah. like, bad, I mean good.
0: Yeah, I, I'm probably avoiding more for tonight, yeah. given all the alternatives.
1: Yeah, forward, forward more for the process, no question. Uh, okay, so we'll move on to Orlando and Portland. Minus 7.5 for the home and suddenly improving. Blazers defense. Uh, Orlando's on the front end of a the back-to-back. They play tomorrow. Uh, Vucevic is going to start It sounds like Serge is going to start Which makes sense Their starting unit has been bad man. Uh, They have a minus 10.8 net rating As a group uh, A 110.4 defensive rating So yeah Um, Defense first hasn't been working Uh, Vogel said he's going to play more small ball lineups Mario Hazonia will be in the rotation Which my 30 deep team is happy to hear about Uh, Picking (laughs) up Hazonia Earlier in the week So uh, I don't know. I'm kinda of, like the one thing that's worth mentioning is Dame's price fell off kinda of hard. Uh he's he's had fallen on some tough times while CJ McComb's been ridiculously good. So I don't hate Dame. Like if I wanna attack this game, I'm cool with him. Uh and I you could make a case for him over those other guys that are cheap, but I don't know, I feel like spending down's the way to go. And uh what are your thoughts on C J? And know you said you like him?
0: Uh yeah, I mean he's just been ridiculous lately. I think he's got a I forget how many games in a row that he scored at least twenty five points. Seven. Uh, how many is it? Seven. First player since Clyde yeah. Drexler Drexler do that first he, Blazer. Yeah, he's nuts. Uh, forty plus Fanduel points in five of his last six games. Um, he's just going strong. He only costs eighty six hundred, which I say only that's pretty pricey, but it's not. <laughs> it's not that high for a guy who's who's routinely dropping forty Fanduel points. Um. Yeah, and the, the you know you mentioned the magic defense, which has been good on the whole. Their their biggest problem has been scoring the ball, um, but they've they've been softening up a little recently. And uh, I'm fine. I'm fine playing him in a in a home game, and he's just red
1: hot. So sixty four point two percent on mid range. Uh, um, it's just been absurd. Uh, his, his last seven sixty three point two or point four true shooting, thirty three point four usage rate. But that is a little inflated because. Of, no dame for a few of those. But, man, he is hes rolling, man. Uh, All-star? Um, tough, yeah. but tough. I mean, I, I'm going to say yes
0: off the top of my head, and then I'd have to go back and sort of look at yeah. um, all the other players who I might put ahead of him and, and do some number crunching. But, but yeah, I think off the top of my head, he's yeah. been
1: yeah. playing at an incredibly low, uh, high level. And then one thing I kind of hinted at was the Blazers, we, we used to roll with Blazers defense all day, like stack up against them. But Aminu's played a lot better, and since he's returned, they are fifth in defensive rating, one uh, 103.1. So that's back on December twenty first. So yeah. they're they're not uh, an easy matchup for your big men anymore. So I'm not too keen on playing Vooch and Surge coming back. Surge is fully expected to play. It sounds like, by the way. Um, but yeah, pretty much. I'm not really feeling any of the Magic players. Really. How about Aaron Gordon? Uh, it scared me off a little bit with uh, the rotation changes and anytime there's a coach that especially is as volatile as Frank Vogel is, I'm gonna <laughs> kind of shy away on playing anyone because he's really unpredictable. Um, but yeah, I, 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 usually with with me, if anything's uncertain, I'm like I'm out, I'll figure something else out that I have a little bit more clear view on.
0: Yeah so so here is a question. Uh
1: Aaron Gordon's 4900 at
0: small forward tonight and then you've got Mo Harkless at 4700. Um which of those two would you prefer?
1: I'd probably rather have Harkless, but I'd, yeah. rather, I'd, rather mm-hmm. have I'd I'd rather have Damari, and I'd rather have LaVert my boy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Gordon
0: Harkless is almost like a like a tourney Cash Game sort yeah. kind of conundrum because Gordon's got higher upside, but he's incredibly volatile. Yeah. Uh, Harkless is steady, but you know rarely gets more than twenty five fanduel points, so it's kind of depends what you're playing, I guess.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, so we still got two more games to go. Uh, we got Cleveland at Sacramento minus seven two thirteen over under. Cavs need a win. Um, and then LeBron also kind of a, for you sneakerheads out there, he's bringing back his LeBron ones. Very soon, which I kind of want to get. Um, his first game was in Sacramento, by the way. So, man, you know me. I am not really a LeBron guy. I'm a LeBron guy in real life. But in DFS, I tend to shy away. But, man, this is such a good spot. Uh, they're coming in on two a two-game losing streak. It's on the road. They need a win here. Um, LeBron wasn't happy with the flow of the offense. It seems like this is like LeBron's show. So, yeah, I love LeBron. Uh, I think he's probably my... Favorite or second favorite expensive guy tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And there's so much, you know, I, I feel like between Westbrook and Harden and Giannis and even uh, DeMarcus Cousins, there's going to be so many owners spending up on them that LeBron's going to kind of fall by the wayside. Um, so, yeah, I, I absolutely love uh, loading up on LeBron tonight. The Kings are giving up all sorts of fa- uh, fantasy points and uh, small forwards, no exception. So, I yeah, I
1: just love this spot he's in. Yeah, they've been getting killed, actually, at, uh, at pretty much both forward spots. So, yeah, I, I love LeBron. Anybody else? Um, Boogie, like we said, against the process is tough. It's pretty much, I'll roll uh, naked LeBron, as they say in football, where you play the quarterback and then no receivers or anybody next to him. So, I kind of like naked LeBron in this game.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, Cousins is just not a great matchup against the Cavs, and
1: yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. I I like LeBron, but no one else really jumps out at me. All right, so we'll move on to the low game of the night. We got Detroit after playing the Warriors. They go to Utah uh, for a minus 10, 190 over under. Uh, Utah plays tomorrow, so they're front end. Uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope extremely doubtful. He's getting an MRI today. Uh, I'd be kind of shocked that he plays um so that means stanley johnson who if you look at the stat sheet you're like oh man he got killed because his 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 plus minus was like minus 30 something um but and his stat line wasn't good but i thought he played well so i think he plays big minutes i kind of like him a little bit just because he's so cheap so i'm cool with him uh i would assume he starts uh darren hilliard's been pretty bad so, I think he's going to benefit big time. Uh, and a tough matchup, but at that price, it's kind of hard not to like him.
0: Yeah. Um, Van Gundy's hand is basically being forced here, because with John Lure out, you've got Tobias Harris stepping into that role, which just leaves them even thinner than usual. Um, so, uh, yeah, I expect Johnson to play at least 32-plus you know, minutes. Uh, Hilliard's going to almost be forced to play 20-plus minutes off the bench. Uh, It's just you know Johnson's okay because he's only he's as cheap as they come he's thirty five hundred and with that playing time I think that's a fine situation to roll the dice I really wish he was playing anyone other
1: than Utah Uh, (laughs) but
0: at this price and in this situation he's he's a pretty good punt yeah
1: and then everyone else it's it's Utah so you don't like anyone else that's normal price um Rodney Hood Utah wise so cheap man forty two hundred. He's been really bad. I don't know. I like, I like <laughs> yeah, a... I have to say I didn't even
0: consider him.
1: So um, bad, man. He's actually yeah. played all right against Cleveland the other day. Yeah, one game does
0: not a, a streak make, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to lay off him
1: tonight. I'm cool with him, man. At 42, uh, and I really wish Stanley Johnson and Levert and all these guys played shooting guard, but uh, it is what it is. All right, yeah. so we'll hit positions now. Um, we are... Going to fade Westbrook as we take a deep breath. Uh, and then we kind of like spending that. Well, we like Lowry high. Uh, anybody um, else you like high?
0: I'm not totally opposed to Thomas. Um,
1: Lillard, you kind of like it. The, the price drop. Yeah, with the price drop, that's not terrible. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's Conley. probably about it at the high end. Yeah, Conley, if you want to call him high end. But then, yeah, like mm-hmm. we said, there's pretty much your... I like TJ, Smart, and Schrode, I'm sorry, uh, Brogdon at the top. Yeah, I'm with you.
0: I'd throw McConnell in there. I'm not. not yeah, so so I'm, to that was TJ. Sorry if I didn't. Oh yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking about Tyler
1: Johnson. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of TJs out there. <laughs> <coughs> Terrence Jones went off last night, by the way. Uh, dude, by the way, they got to start Terrence Jones, right? Come on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that front court. Yeah, like he played, Omer, and it's like, dude, he's got killed. He got killed right away, and then they put a Agents in. He got killed right away. And then he shut it down. Like, all right, finally, maybe that'll, maybe he'll learn going forward. I didn't watch that game. Was was Buddy Yunus involved much last? Bad. Time? Uh, he had a donut. Uh, he went 0-7 from the field. Hit a free throw. But Yikes. No, no revenge game against the Nets, man, for burning him like that. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so shooting guard, like we like Giannis. I like Hood. Not emphatically, obviously. Uh, I like Dion a little bit. Uh, I do like Kilpatrick a little bit too. He's going to play a point guard. I should have mentioned him. Uh, even kind of, in a, it's a good way to stack that one up. Uh, you like Batum. And uh, we didn't mention yeah. Evan Fournier. I like Evan Fournier with a really hardcore price drop at five five.
0: Oh, he's only five five. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That's a,
0: that's actually quite a good spot for him. Yeah, I
1: forgot to mention him. And what about uh, you? You have any love for
0: Depot at fifty seven?
1: I do. Yeah, fifty seven for Depot solid. Yeah. That's just, uh, really actually a good way to go against Westbrook. you go cancer too. That's like cheap. you could can, you can go that and. Uh...
0: I don't, I'm actually uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. at 4500 isn't terrible. Uh, I'd probably prefer him over Hood tonight if I'm being
1: honest. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. I go, I can go either way. Uh, what about Crab? Crab had a killer game his last time. It was he was all first half though. Or almost all first quarter, he had he was he was off the bench. He was the first player of double figures. Yeah, he's had a couple
0: great games, but he's one of those guys. If he's not scoring a lot of points, he's probably not going to get value. Yeah.
1: Um. So I'm a, I'm a little leery of him. Yeah, basically the uh, welfare version of Demar Derozan. Hmm. Uh, all right, we'll go. Anybody else now? Uh no, something. Yeah. So we got LeBron. We love. And then we like DeMari a little bit, uh, Stanley Johnson a little bit. Uh, I like LeVert if he starts. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm nobody else, really. Yeah, I'm okay rolling the dice on Evan Gordon if
0: you want to, you know, live dangerously. <laughs> and Rondé, I like if he starts, too. Did you mention you mentioned DeMari Carroll?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, much he, locked in on He's probably, he, he's well up there for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much locked in on LeBron and DeMari Carroll. Uh power forward you gotta get a little creative. Uh we didn't mention Kevin Love. Um uh, did get a little dinged up, so that scares me just a tad on a road game, which probably scares me off enough, but man, he can he can go off in this one for sure. Uh against the Kings. Yeah, and
0: he's he's cheap enough to be worth a look. Um I'd probably rather spend four hundred more and take Millsap and then pair him with someone like Ennis Cantor. Yep, I agree. Love
1: Cantor. Uh who else do we like? Just one I'm forgetting here. We like Jabari a little bit. There's one guy I'm forgetting here. How do you feel,
0: how do you feel about James Johnson, who we didn't mention? Yeah, yet?
1: Uh, 58, little, little high. Um, mm. I'd rather play Cantor for sure for $100 more. Yeah, Favors,
0: Favors at 47. Yeah, that's what I forgot Is to he, mention. Favors. Yeah, he's in the mix.
1: So cheap, man. 47, his minutes are up. Get a little, a little more shots action. I think he should be. Yeah, out.
0: shorthanded Pistons team.
1: Uh, I, yeah, rather like I think he's going to dominate whoever yeah. they put on him in
0: the, in the, on the low block.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I like, uh, favors, favors, Millsap and Cantor is probably like my, my core three. Uh, and then setter, I'll just say the process period. I'm uh, with that. I, I wouldn't be opposed to going with
0: Valanciunas against the Nets at 5500.
1: Yeah, I guess if push comes to shove and you want to get another stud in there and you just have to get JV out, put JV in and pop this out. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That's the only other way to go. All right. So we are out of here our Matt. Uh, a little longer than we wanted to do it, but that works. So you guys have a great weekend and thanks for coming on, Ryan. You got it, Mike.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards.